The following audio is via a Skype call. Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio. Oh boy, I think we're going to be playing on the edge here today. I, I think we're going to, I'm Dr. Pat, I get to join the fabulous Megan Edge, uh, because today we're taking on a topic that is very difficult, I think, for most people to really talk about openly, but especially mm-hmm. women. And we're talking about yeah. being on the edge of success. Megan, look, uh, aloha. Aloha, Yes. I am here in Hawaii today. This is so exciting to be coming live from Hawaii. Um, just before we get diving into the S word, and I mean success, not the other S word, because that's easier <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for the next three days with a group of amazing entrepreneurial women leaders who have all come together for a mastermind with Sage Levine, who is a real powerhouse down in, well, in America. I say down in, that's where I am now, but... Um, from my more northern perspective. And she's been creating this movement to create community for women to achieve the success that we are capable of achieving. So the timing of this episode is so perfect for where I am, who I'm here with, and what the purpose of my being here is. So welcome from Hawaii. (laughs) Well, and look, you know, hats off to Sage for taking this on as a lifetime calling. Mm-hmm. This is not something that you say yes to, especially when you've gone through the evolution of things as we have. But yeah. you know, one of the things you say is success is a four-letter word. And let's yeah. talk about that because you and I were just talking about how success shows up for different mm-hmm. people in different ways. What does success mean? What have you learned? Yeah. Let, let me ask a different question. Okay. What have you learned it to mean? And what I mean by that is when I was younger, I had a whole different version of it. And I, I've asked myself, has my version of it changed all that much? And I'd be mm-hmm. curious to ask you about that. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you may have stumped me on that. Hey. Well, because I'm trying, I'm going back to when I was younger, like you just said, you know, when you were younger, you had a, an idea of success. And I grew up in an upper middle class family in Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto. My father was a newspaper man. He became published of the Gazette, which was the at the time the only English newspaper in Quebec. And if anyone's familiar with Quebec politics, it's a real uh, boiler house of, of contention between French and English. So I grew up with that journalism. I grew up watching my parents live a really good life. But I don't recall really having an idea of what success looked like. I think it just looked like what I, what I was familiar with, which was a nice house in a nice part of town, not the fanciest part of town, not the biggest house. We had the capacity and ability to go away on the weekends to a little cabin up in the Laurentians where in the wintertime we skied on the lake and we boiled snow for water. You know, this was not an extravagant life, but it was certainly a very, very good life. 
and we were well taken care of. So to philosophize about success, I guess that would be my model of success. And where I have met challenges is in exceeding that, right? Is it okay for me to create success that goes beyond the comfort and security that I knew growing up? And that becomes scary territory. It becomes scary territory, but it also comes with an enormous new set of oomph that Mm -hmm. you... So let me talk about that. Because I I don't know what is up with this, but I just got to say this. People have approached me as if... And we do this to our celebrities, Megan. We Mm -hmm. look at a celebrity and we think, oh my gosh, overnight success. Boom, there they are. It was really interesting. I was talking to somebody the other day and they said something like, you know, Pat, I bet you're skating right skating, you know, Mm. right about now. And I Mm -hmm. looked at him and I said, well, what do you mean? And they said, well, back in the day to get this thing going, that was an enormous thing. And Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, oh, my God, Megan, I have taken more risks now than I've ever done in my life. Where yeah. is, why is there such a disconnect in this? Well, now you have confidence, right? Some, like some, I, days, it, some days I have. Well, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some days are better than others. <laughs> totally. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, there, but there is a certain amount of confidence that we, we build as we go through life if we're willing to take risks. And often when we look back on it, the risks that we started out with are fairly small. And then we have success with that risk. And we go, hmm, okay, I could push my comfort zone a little bit more. Let's say yes to the next thing that comes up. And then we'll go a little bit bigger and we'll go a little bigger. And that's how we grow. And that's how we grow into success. And that's why it takes time. And so when you talk about that perspective, that people look at a person and then they just see a snapshot, right? And they go, wow, Oprah, huge success. <laughs> but she didn't start like that. You know, if you know her story, it, it's... It's, um, oh, what's the right word I'm looking for? Like, there's such a, such struggle and such yeah. grief yeah. that it's she good, grew up with. It's the bad, the ugly. It's That's the, right. The bad and the ugly. Ellen DeGeneres, right. the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Yeah. So my curiosity is, when we talk about success, is what is, what is different or what is happening differently for people who are willing to take the risks and achieve success, whatever that looks like to them? And the people who are happy to stand on the sidelines and look at the people who have success and make and have their opinion of them, but not feel that they have their own success or that they couldn't possibly achieve the success that they're placing on that other person. It's it's that comparison that we fall into, I think, very easily when we look at someone who we think has more than we do and we make an assumption about why they have more than we do and how they got there. And we either decide that they had advantages we didn't have or we believe we can't do that. Somehow they can, but we can't. Yeah. You know, I think today what we're talking about is we're going to take folks on a journey. And, Mm -hmm. you know, right now you and I are talking a little bit about our background, maybe what some of the influences have been for us. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, how we get to this point to be talking about success. And as we move throughout the show, talk about success and leadership. I mean, before, before we even got on, I was talking with you a little bit about uh, in, in the United States, 
there has been this amazing, uh, how should I say it, rise up of women in political mm-hmm. positions. By the way, by the way, yeah. one of our hosts on TTR, Mona Das, congratulations to her, for you for that Senate seat. I'm oh, like, how did you do all this? I'm like, <laughs> Mona, what? When? What, awesome. Right? Because here mm-hmm. we are. People look at us and like, how'd that happen? Yeah. But, you know, I've watched Mona and I've watched the decision she's made. I watched yeah. her put a radio show aside and step up and make a decision to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You and I have had to do the same in our lives. What is it Absolutely. that you had to do, Megan, to either put aside or look at integrating or mm-hmm. look at balancing? But those decisions... Yeah. How would you look at your life and look back at those decisions that became stepping stones, even though they may not have felt like it at the time? And that is such a key point, um, Pat, that it didn't feel like it at the time. Uh, I know for myself, I, I have a real challenge acknowledging that I am successful, that I have had success because it has been incremental, because I have made decisions that feel like they were the right thing to do at the time. Because like you described earlier, there's that pull that I couldn't resist. So I went with it and I took those chances. But as I was doing that, I wasn't necessarily thinking, okay, what's it going to look like a year from now? What's it going to look like two years or three years? It was more, okay, I have to get this done. (laughs) It's right in front of me. I better say yes to this and I'll deal with the consequences afterwards. Uh, So for me, it's not a linear path. It's it's not a five-year plan kind of path. Um, my success is a lot more intuitive, I believe, because that's the realm I work in. I work in the intuitive realm. So I feel into those opportunities when they come up. And one of the things that I had to get over was myself (laughs) and I had to get out of my way. Yeah. And I suspect it's the same with you where yes, those doubts come up. Yes. That little voice in the middle of the night, the doubting demon saying, who the hell are you to do this? That's right. Right. It comes up for everybody. And who do you think you are that you could make a difference in the world in this big way or this little way or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And I learned a long time ago that it's okay to have those doubts. It's okay to have them because they show up so you can work with them. So you can challenge them. And so when I, when I have that feeling come up of why me, who am I to do this? And it still happens. It still comes up all the time. I stop and I say, I ask myself, who am I not to? Who am I not to write that book, have that radio show, get up in front of 400, 500 people and talk, you know, put things out on YouTube, teach. Who am I not to do that? Right. Right. And it's that the truth of that is I, I, that I have to do that. Those are the things I have to do. Whether they bring me success or not. Um, and that, that's another interesting point. Like, if the, is the focus on success or is the focus on the doing and the success follows? And other people see the success that we don't necessarily see because we're in it and we're doing what comes naturally to us. Yeah, I think this is an interesting question. And let me tell you why. And we could talk about it when we come back from the break. I, I've talked a lot about my stepmom, right? Mm-hmm. And what she meant. Mm-hmm. My, my stepmom had only one option to an outcome. Mm. You were going to do it. Mm-hmm. I believe you could do it. I, no, I'm, yeah. I'm serious about it. It wasn't like a crazy thing. Like you hear some wild stories of kids getting locked in a closet until they did something. 
That's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yes, Y-E-S was her go-to out of the gate. Not maybe, not... uh, And I remember at when all the families came together, the Italians came together, my mom's side of the family, and us three girls were there, and we were getting ready to go into high school. And they Mm. come around the table and they decide... And so for my two sisters, my two sisters were going to secretarial school. That was going to be their path. I was, I was studying music. And I remember this Mm. conversation like it was yesterday, the cigar smoke at the table, the Zambuca at the table, (laughs) the relatives talking in Italian at the table. And my stepmom walking up as beautiful as she was like 30 years younger than my dad with the ruby red lipstick and the nail polish. And she walked up with the coffee and she looked at my dad and she said, no, no, Pat's going to go to Christopher Columbus school and she's Mm going to play the viola. And my dad looked at her like that is an embarrassment around the Italian family. And Mm -hmm. she looked at my dad and she just said, yep, that's what she's going to do. She's going to take that path. And we're going to let her take that path. And she turned around and walked away. Now, what do we learn from role models like that? We're going to talk to Mm -hmm. you about that when we come back. Who are the leaders in our lives? What did they do to help cultivate, to give you that gumption? Go to Hawaii to study more, to create more, Mm -hmm. and to go out there and say, I'm going to help people. That is an enormous responsibility you have. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at tracylclark.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In The Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle cards. You can order the Hearts Journey Healing Hearts Oracle cards and guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. 
It's time to step into the power of yes. Creating the life you want is up to you. The power comes from saying yes to ourselves, yes to possibilities, and yes to change. Are you ready? Start achieving your goals and moving life in the direction you want. Tune in each month to Yes Minded Power Radio with Barbara Scheidegger to start living your future now. For more information about the show and working with Barbara, visit yesmindedpower.com. What is holding you back from living the life you are meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain? Tune in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with Vibrant Purposeful Living at LouParadise.com. I mean, Benny, I, uh, that, Benny, you got the groove going on right there. I do a little bit. I can even play it for you if you want to just throw down some lyrics again, like old school days. But, oh, my you know, God. I don't you want to like, just call you out like, go at that, that yeah. for a minute. I'll just to. get my shimmy on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm famously known for creating rap songs out of some of the beats that Benny plays. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I look forward to, to witnessing that someday. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, not today. <laughs> look, we're talking about success today at many, many levels. And, you know, for those of you just tuning in, I just want to tell everybody, uh, if you're just tuning into the show, you're tuning in. It's a fabulous show that Megan Edge does. I get to hang out with her here and do it with her, playing mm. on the Edge radio. You know, one of the things I love about what Megan, what you do is like, you know, this show is about radical change with ease. Now, radical change is going from, in my case, pretty much failure. And, mm. and people just want to know how I didn't end up dead and in jail. They don't even understand anything about what, what I do. And I thought right. to myself about that because that's sort of the, the shtick. When I was doing the, the high school reunion, people contacted me and they said, oh, my God, you're alive. And I thought, wow, I am alive. And they thought I was so out of control that mm. nothing could save me. Hmm. This is the question for you now. Mm -hmm. Here we are. We're talking about success. But yeah. we're also talking about success and leadership. You are at an event with a woman that we know is successful. Yes. But part of that is you're there because you are successful. Yes. That's and hard to it, hear, right? Yes, it is hard to hear. It is hard to hear. Gotcha. I, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what I was saying earlier um, in the show. I, my challenge is to get out of my own way. And to allow it to be okay for me to receive that kind of mirroring or that feedback or that observation and be able to sit in it and say, thank you. Thank you for seeing all the hard work and all the years and all the effort and all the desire that has gone into creating where I am now in my life. I, because it isn't complete yet, obviously there's always an evolution, I often feel like I'm not doing enough. I actually should be doing more than yeah. what I'm doing. And I know that if my husband is listening right now, he's just rolling his eyes and going, are you kidding me? <laughs> and so are my students and so are some of my clients. They're going, really? Because we look at you and we look at everything that you have accomplished. And we want to know how to do that. And you're telling us you need to be doing more. 
So either I'm completely crazy and I'm willing to accept that that's a possibility. I'm addicted to the work that I do, possibly. Or there's a force bigger than me that has a vision that's bigger than mine that sees where I need to go. And my job is to step into that and let that flow unfold. And the best way I know how to do that is to say yes when an opportunity shows up that looks like it's a good opportunity. Like coming here to Hawaii to be with Sage, this was on her invitation. It wasn't on my radar at all to come down here. She read my newsletter that I put out in September, the one about Iceland and the Iceland um, article that I wrote. And she got in touch with me and said, hey, girlfriend, so good to see what you're up to. I've been following you. It looks really awesome. I want you to come down and be a participant in this workshop that we're doing, this mastermind, women's leadership, entrepreneurial, come down and be a part of it with us. Okay. And then I scrambled and tried to figure out how I was going to do it. And then here I am. And so when we look at success and we're looking at the different increments of success, well, that, that's a little success story right there. It's like a little pocket success story. And I've come, come across a bunch of them already with the women that I've talked to here, how they got here, why they're here, what drew them to work with Sage as a business and leadership coach what in their own lives she saw that wanted had her want to bring them all together. So it's going to be a really interesting three days of being with women at all different levels of success, including my own, and really immersing myself in that energy and having the opportunity to share what I do and then receive the feedback like what you just gave me. And my job is going to be, thank you for seeing it instead of, no, it's not. It's nothing. It's no big deal. You got to see it, Megan. You got to see it. You got to see it. I have to see it. And yet at the same time, we don't have to see it to the point that our heads get so fat that we lose our mm-hmm. sense of humility and right. we can't get our heads through the door. Right. And see, that becomes then what is the reason that we are doing what we do? Like, what is the motivation? What is the selfish why around being successful? When we were talking earlier and you said, what did it mean when I was younger? Like, what idea did I have about success? I really honestly did not have an idea. And even as I've been doing my work and building my my body of teaching and, and all of that, I'm not, success isn't the first thing on my mind. What's on my mind is how can I empower, how can I help empower more people? How can I help? people heal so that they can go and be the best person that they came here to be. You know, what can I do for them that is going to be impactful for them? That's Mm -hmm. going to help them reframe their story. That's going to help them change their mind about themselves. And it's the passion that I have for wanting that people and having seen the success of that in my clients and my students, that's what motivates me to bring this work farther and farther out into the world. Yeah. And I want to talk to you about something regarding that, too, because, you know, we're talking about today success and leadership. And uh, you and I were following this path and you are with an entire group of incredible radio hosts and co-hosts here. And we're going to be bringing you all together under a leadership forum and radio. Now, I'm not going to take any credit for that idea because that is not something that even was on my radar But somebody said to me, I'm on the East Coast. So the people on the East Coast have a very different view of me. And I've Mm -hmm. had to really look at that view. 
uh, it, I, I go about my business. I do the show. I love the show. 15 years, Dr. Pat show coming up in January here out yeah, of Seattle. Congratulations. Uh, 10 years with TTR. So I don't even think about that. Mm-hmm. And yet at the same time, I know that I'm not doing enough. And so I realized that being here on the East Coast, hence staying a little bit longer to talk mm-hmm. to more people that want the network here. It right. never dawned on me, Megan. It never dawned on me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so you and I have to figure out, probably we'll talk about it in this next segment. We mm-hmm. have to figure out two things. One, how do we show up as more? And what are the leadership roles? And so one of the things I'm going to be talking with all of you about is why aren't we on panels in conferences speaking? Mm -hmm. That's the question that is hard to answer. Is it that we don't think we deserve it? Is it that we just think, well, maybe we're still not quite good enough. We still haven't really quite done enough. You know, I'm not Oprah. Uh, What is it about us? You know, do I have to do more to the network, to to our listeners? I love our listeners. How can I do more? They email me. What is it about success for us? Because you and I are in the world and Mm -hmm. we're not struggling to work with people. We're loving it to work with them, right? I mean, I know you're tired now, but. (laughs) that's just the jet lag and being up all night coughing (laughs) I'm here to be healed I'm here to heal Um, I I think one of the really important things that that speaks to what you're talking about right now Pat is community versus isolation nobody is successful in isolation and when you talk about it wasn't on your radar to put together a leadership forum of all of the amazing hosts that we have at TTR well No, because you're busy doing a whole lot of other things. It's somebody else's job who can see the potential that we can't necessarily see when we're in our tunnel vision of the work that we do, who can come along and say, hey, you know what is the next thing? The next thing is this. And that's where the opportunities come from. And that's where the challenges come from. And our our job is to decide, are we ready to step outside of the current comfort zone? and do that next thing. So when Linda phoned me when I was traveling yesterday and said, hey, <laughs> do you want to host your own show in December? Because we got to give Pat a break. <laughs> and before I even knew what it was going to look like or what that was like, I said, yes, okay, yes, I'll do it. We'll put a date down and okay, we're going to do this. And that's really fun because the thing I've been working on this fall is my own podcast out of Victoria called Magic, Mystery and Medicine where I just chat about magic, mystery, medicine. And I bring on some guests and I, I play in my own community, in my own pool with that idea of bringing people who are not necessarily being seen into a stage where they can be seen. Because I know how important that was for me to have somebody pull me along kicking and screaming and say, come on, we know what you can do. Let's get you doing it. So that's the community piece. One of the things I want to talk to you about when we come back is 
people that I speak with, especially people that don't know me, and for all of you fabulous listeners, you are like my family. You have been listening to me for 15 years. Megan, I laughed so hard the other day, and Benny, you'll get a kick out of this. I laughed so hard the other day because I tried to pull a clip from one of the older shows because we're putting together really cool sound bites that we can mm. play. And it was... It was one of the old clips between Benny and I about something. And it was so funny because Benny kept telling me, you know, that I, you know, to do something, right? And we're laughing about it. So he's like telling me four times. And every time he would tell me, I would say, like, the thing he's telling me completely wrong, (laughs) right? Like, completely (laughs) wrong. But what I love about these clips is we laughed. Mm -hmm. And... 15 years later, Benny and I are still together. Mm-hmm. Carter is going to be here 15 years from now. But here's what I love about it. This has not been all Pollyanna sweet roses. We've mm-hmm. had to knock down and bang out our differences and still love each other. When we come back, yeah. does success allow that? Why is it today my friends Doug and Dawn at BBS Radio have lost their network because of the fires. And I'm trying to reach out to them to give them their own channel on the Transformation Radio Network. Why am I doing that? Why are the people around me looking at me like, how much are you going to charge them? I'm like, dude, they just lost everything in their fire. Come on. Mm -hmm. Let's take Mm -hmm. a break. Oh, my God, I'm fired up over that. Let's take (laughs) a break. We come back. We're going to talk about the many shades of success that you may not know about and what happens if success turns into bankruptcy. Do you throw in the towel or do you climb those stairs in Philadelphia and say, we'll be right back. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Potasek each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the Golden Age, and it provided the truth and the answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you each week on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.net. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Beyond Symptom Management into True Wellness with Jessica Dooley on Purely You Radio. Tune in every third Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific as Jessica guides you to find and embrace your purest self. Not the self that is shown on social media, not the self that is created in your family's eyes, but your purest version of you. 
Purely You Radio supports true wellness, not just symptom management. For more information about working with Jessica Dooley, visit purelyyouhealing.com. Hi, I'm Jane Matanga with Grow Your Soul Radio. It's been said that whatever you believe, you are. When you take charge with your positive thoughts and beliefs, you are the creator of your perceptions. You have the power to shift your reality. When you begin to shift your beliefs, the universe will dream a bigger dream for you than you ever imagined. Believe in your dreams and every part of your world can open up in new and glorious ways because everything is possible. I'd love for you to join me on Grow Your Soul Radio with my co-host, Dr. Pat, on Transformation Talk Radio. Gosh, I'm going to have to look at that. Do that again. And in this corner, weighing a mere 100 and... Well, I won't give out her uh, (laughs) weight, but it's Dr. Pat. Oh, my God. Adrian, Adrian. Right. Oh, my God. That's because today we're talking about success, everybody. Look, the reason that that is an important show and that's an important... um, Let's call it a metaphor, but more than that... It mm-hmm. really puts Sylvester Stallone in a really different type of role in his life and, and continued, right? You know, yeah. to see him reinvent himself, e- even in the uh, this other the thing he's doing, what do they call the, the expendables or something? Reinvent himself. But, you know, in these films, and this is what we're going to talk about today, success is not without... Uh, the shadow, if if yeah. not the direct view of fear. I, I don't know about you, but I'm taking more risks now. And mm. when I think about some of them, mm-hmm. right, I have to keep them to myself because everybody else around me would be like, really, why? But let's yeah. talk about that. Yes, because absolutely. are you afraid to fail? I'm not afraid to fail. And I can say that with confidence because I have a belief that there are actually no wrong choices. You, you can't make a mistake. You can make choices that are not in your highest good. You can make choices that have consequences that you were not expecting or that were unforeseen. But at the end of the day, every choice has, a, has an experience. Every choice has a consequence. And it's what you choose to do with the outcome of that choice that really determines your relationship with those experiences. So, you know, to go back to how I was brought up, I don't remember being brought up with a fear of failure. I don't remember being brought up worrying about failure. I mean, yes, I'd be concerned if I failed a test at school or something like that, um, but only because it meant I hadn't studied hard enough, right? It, I think we can, we can go into that shadow area where if we're afraid of failure, then we're probably or we're more likely to find other people to blame for that failure or situations to blame than we are to blame it on ourselves in some case, in some cases. But I think that the people who really do achieve success, whatever that looks like to them are the people who are willing, even if they see it as a failure to decide that there's got to be a silver lining to this, there must be something that they can learn from it. And so they, 
change their relationship with the experience. And those are the people that pull themselves out of, you know, horrific situations or overcome illness and disease or overcome bankruptcy or overcome all of those things that can happen to us when we take risks and make choices and are able to use those experiences as learning opportunities or something that strengthens them, that gives them resilience. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, One of the things I'm struck yeah. by, let me get right to this, because I think this is mm-hmm. a thing for women. So I hear, I'm reading a lot of articles about it. So the thing I'm hearing about uh, that's a difference between men and women is this one thing. A friend of mine is a financial person. And mm-hmm. she says, you know, Pat, you're, you're really different. And I said, well, why is that? She said, most women have a business, but they don't think about taking out large loans. They don't think about what they want to invest in their, in their business. They mm-hmm. also don't think about how to gather up other ways to invest. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me and she said, what is it about your thinking? And I said, I don't think. I said, mm. I am really guided by a higher source of energy around what's going on here. Right. And I said, I gave up thinking the minute that I thought I knew something about <laughs> this venue and found out I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's talk about how our intuition, which science really does say women got that going on, mm-hmm. but how our intuition could be yeah a guidepost that will help us not skate away from fear or fear Mm -hmm. of failure, Mm -hmm. but know we have another option. Yes. And there's a couple of points that pop into my mind around that. We talk, we're talking about the fear of failure, but really I think for most people it's a fear of success. And I believe that as women, because we haven't until very recently had a lot of successful female role models in terms of politics or business or CEOs or all of that, we have, we have an advantage and we have a disadvantage. The advantage is that we don't have a structure that we think we have to fit ourselves into in order to run a successful business, right? There's a very male model of running a business that's out there in the world. And what women have found is that when they've tried to fit themselves into that male model, it just doesn't work. And part of it is, I think, that intuition piece. When women step out of the, the male model of business, it's the sky's the limit because there are no rules. So I I watch women and I see myself doing it too, making decisions that don't make any sense from a business proposal kind of way or a business plan structure. And yet it works, Mm -hmm. it succeeds. Mm -hmm. And part of of that is that as, as women, if we try to put ourselves first in front of, which is the male business model, it doesn't work for us It's not how we're hardwired. But if we're willing to put ourselves in the center of our life experiences. What happened there? I I we lost connection with her. Yeah, let's take a short break, Mr. Benny, if we could. And we'll just get Megan right back on it. How about that? We'll be right back. Sounds like a plan. Darcy Pariso is your connection to spirit, energy, and healing. You can meet Darcy in person at upcoming events throughout Seattle. Do you have questions? 
questions about your animal companions, yourself, or do you desire to communicate with loved ones on the other side? Darcy will connect you and get answers. Darcy can also work with energy healing to help you and your animal companions feel more balanced and recharged. Visit DarcyPariso.com slash events. Tune in to People Like Us Radio with Megan Lyons, transcending the trauma of the human experience. Megan will be raising the universal consciousness by empowering listeners with their own inner strength, working past trauma and abuse. Megan will show you how to find true healing and inner peace through the art and practice of self-love. Tune in every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For more information about Megan and her work, visit EnterTheLightLLC.com. How often do you find yourself wondering, why me? Learn a new shift in perspective to see how everything that takes place in your life is actually working for you and shifting you towards your own enlightenment. Tune in to Blank Enlightenment Radio with Misty Thompson each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit MistyMThompson.com. That's MistyMThompson.com. Yeah, sometimes you just got to roll with that, right? You just got <laughs> to roll with that. Technology, Considering I'm on an island in the middle of the Pacific, yeah. it's amazing that we can even do this like this. I know. It's phenomenal. I'm, I'm in New Jersey. Yeah. There we go. And I'm in Hawaii. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Megan, before we kind of go yeah. ahead, I want to take a minute and stop and let folks mm-hmm. know, first of all, how do we find out more about you? And then also, you know, we're talking about success, but your, your role is also to create opportunities for others to be successful. So you have a certification yes. program. Tell us how yeah. people can find out more about you, about that, all of the above. Absolutely, Pat. They can certainly go to my website, which is super easy. It's meganedge.ca. Um, from there, you can go into our YouTube channel and see all the workshops that I've done and all the teachings that I put out and visualizations, lots and lots of education tools on there. Also, the descriptions of the two certification courses that I've created. So one of them is a 10-month healers program that certifies you as a mind, body, and soul healer to do intuitive counseling, working as a spiritual counselor, as a personal growth counselor, an empowerment counselor. And I teach you all the different ways that I help people to heal their wounds so that they can show up and be their best self. And you can end up doing that as well. You can make that your business. And then I have another certification training program, which is called intuitive energy massage. And this is a new energy and physical healing modality that I've created out of the last 10 years of my work that I'm now certifying practitioners in in three levels of mastery. And all of that information is, is there on, uh, on the website. We've got videos on the YouTube channel that talk about these programs, as well as on Facebook, we have a public forum for the Intuitive Energy Massage. And of course, you can always reach out to me on Facebook and become part of my community and see not only what I'm up to, but what my practitioners are up to as well and other people in my tribe. Because one of the things that is so important, Pat, is this idea of creating success within community instead of within isolation. And one of the things I'm adamant about when I'm teaching my students is that we are coming from an energy of collaboration and cooperation, not competition. Competition, I think, is an old paradigm. And it, I, for women, it doesn't work. And I know that we were talking earlier at the beginning of, you know, why is it that women are against each other? Because that's an old energy. What we discover is that when women form circle, 
when women come together in groups, the most amazing transformations, radical transformations can happen for each of those women. And we are so fortunate in our country that we are allowed to gather in groups because there are places on the planet where it is still illegal for women to gather in groups of more than two or three because of the fear of what women can accomplish when they come together in that group energy and that supportive energy. And, I, and this whole rise that we're seeing of successful women in, in North America and across Europe is coming from a place where those old barriers, I believe, are being broken down because women are discovering that sisterhood is powerful yeah. and that when we support each other, we all, we all rise up. And that's a benefit to men, to women, to the planet when we're able to be in that kind of energy of success. Yeah. I, I mean, part of what we're talking about today, too, is to really be looking at you know, what does it mean and what are the things that perhaps we need to look at doing differently in order to go from where we are today and where we want to go, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the question is, what are we willing to do? You mentioned you're in Hawaii, right? Um, You know, but you're in Hawaii and you're going to be working, so to speak. Um, But the question is, what are we willing to do uh, to what lengths are we willing to go? Are we willing to go to any lengths to achieve, you know, the purpose of what we're being called to do? And I think these are the questions because most people look at me and they say, you don't have balance. I say that's because I actually don't believe in balance. I actually believe in harmony. Yes. Right? You know, yes, tell an athlete that. to balance his or her life. They're like, mm-hmm. really? Like what? Yeah. Like when? But how yeah. about you? I mean, we've had to do things, right? Yeah. But some yeah. people may say, well, that could be a little selfish or not. Well, let's talk about the selfish why. Yeah. Right? Why do we do the things that we do? What is that ultimate motivation? And I could say, well, my selfish why is I want to save the world. But the truth is I don't want to save the world. The world doesn't <laughs> need me to save it anyways. Right. I'd much rather teach other people how to become healers, how to access their healing skills. And so they can go out and they can do their healing work and so on and so on and so on, rather than have this belief that the responsibility is all mine to do that. My selfish why, why I would like to take my work to a higher level when I get right down to the me of it is because I would like one day to be living on Main Island, which is one of the Gulf Islands up in BC, in my cabin with my husband and not have to worry about how I'm going to be able to afford that financially. Yeah. Right? That's my ultimate motivation is so that I can create a life where there is ease, there is harmony, where my daughters can come and visit anytime they want to with their kids when they have them, where I can create a sanctuary that is for myself. And so I put all this effort out, all this energy out to help other people so that I can end up with something that's just mine. It's just for me. And even as I say that, like, it's a, it's a big piece to be able to know, like to be able to ad- not admit it, but just to be able to know that that's a truth and it's, a, it's been a long road for me to get to a place where I can say, I actually need to make myself the center. Yeah. And not, not feel the guilt that so many of us feel when we do that. As, as women, I think especially, that when we take ourselves out of being there for everybody else and we just make it about us, that somehow that's, that's wrong. We're, not, we're, not, we're being selfish. Yeah. Uh, and I really would like to move into a place of saying, so what? So I'm being selfish. 
<laughs> big deal. What are you going to do about it? Right? <laughs> Look at everything else I've done for you already. <laughs> well, I, I think that we, we go from one end of the spectrum to the other. We confuse mm-hmm. selfishness with self-care. Uh, mm. Or we, we confuse the idea of taking care of self, of fulfilling our soul's purpose, of like yeah. looking at a pathway that in all reality, uh, you, you know, we really can't choose not to take it. If we choose not to take the pathway that has yeah. been laid out in front of us, uh, I don't know about you, but things really have not felt good in my life when I've tried to do that. And yeah. you know, some days it was Pat. You gotta, you gotta have three jobs. You gotta clean fish. You gotta cut meat at the deli, and you gotta push a mail cart in the mailroom. And you gotta do all three jobs every day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. You gotta do that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not like, oh, let's go host the Dr. Pat show. Some days it's been that, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's this sense of peace from it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really what we're talking about when you say radical change with ease, isn't it that Mm -hmm. inner feeling and you know, when you're there, that's when it gets tough to make the decision to move forward. You know, you may have some people looking at you saying, oh, why are you going to do that, Megan, in Hawaii? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a really good point to bring up about why would some people fear being successful? Because there are consequences to us saying, this is mine. I'm going to do this. This is for me. And it, it may have an impact on the rest of the world, but really I'm doing this because it feels good for me. Other people can look in on that and they could get triggered into feelings of jealousy or inadequacy or their own fear. Whatever comes up for them, it's them though and this is what I say to my students all the time when I set them up to be successful in their businesses as a healer I say there are there are going to be people who are going to look at you and they're going to try to pull you down or they're going to try to shut you down and that's theirs and you've given them an opportunity to work on it if they choose to but don't make yourself small don't keep yourself in a little container because of a fear that your brilliance might make other people uncomfortable right yeah yeah. And whatever that brilliance looks like, it, it might be an Oprah-level brilliance. It might be just getting through the day brilliance. Yeah. Right? These are the shades of success. It, there's a beautiful piece of literature called the Desiderata, and I would love everybody to look it up, and I'll, I can post it on our Facebook group when we finish this. There's a beautiful line in there, which I have chosen to follow with my whole heart, just that there will always be somebody better than you and there will always be somebody lesser than you. Don't waste your time comparing. Just be the best you that you can be. Mm-hmm. That's the most successful I think any of us can be, is to be yeah. the best us. That's how we're going to have the biggest impact in the world. Yeah. Right? Is yeah. to shine. And that's what you do. You shine. And some people around you get prickly and uncomfortable around that. And you just barrel through anyways. Because <laughs> you know what feels good for you. <laughs> I know. Right? I know. Yeah. I, and I think this is where we get to make these decisions. You know, I was playing in a tournament over the weekend. I think I was playing a 10-year-old. And, uh, and I was beating him two games to none. And I realized it doesn't really mean that much to me to do that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so why don't I play a competitive game with this, this youngster uh, that I accidentally ended up in a group I wasn't supposed to. 
And I mm-hmm. thought to myself, it can't possibly mean that much to me at the expense of somebody else. But I tell you what, it's also mm-hmm. not fair not to play mm-hmm. my best. And so yes. there's a very interesting dance we do. What a great show. I am yeah. really I can't wait to hear what is going to happen and how you're going to change from being where you are. Megan, one of the things yeah, I want to ask you, please let folks know uh, how they can find out more about you, how they can work with you, and what's your personal message for today? Mm, I just really would love if each person would find that place within themselves where they're getting in their own way, where they're keeping themselves small, and do whatever is necessary to move through that so that they can shine in whatever way that's going to look like for them. There are so many people in the world walking around wounded, convincing themselves that they aren't good enough. I want to say that you are more than good enough. You are good. (laughs) So just get out there and let yourself be that good so that we can have the opportunity to experience you. Yeah. And, in the, and in the end. And in the end. And in the end. As my mom used to say to me. Yeah. You were born to succeed. We are all born to succeed. Just yeah. choose the thing that will make your heart sing. That was a little poem. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And that's, that's a really gorgeous message to leave with which is your your success should be your own and it is personal don't make it about anybody else don't let anybody else stop you from it and please don't stop anybody else from having theirs either i love it megan edge give out your website one more time meganedge.ca you can find me there you can find lots of ways to get in touch with me i'm on linkedin i'm on youtube i'm on facebook find me reach out to me i would be so happy to hear from you well thank and you aloha Aloha Aloha. from Hawaii. Yes, indeed. And rock on, sister. I'm Dr. Pat, Megan Edge, everybody. And remember, as my mom used to say, success is your birthright. Are you ready to be born? Mm -hmm. We'll see you next time. Yeah. You've been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.